did raise the levels per mm, job, okay. the people's request. Ah, that's right. Those of you who are like, we can't hear you. I'm sorry. I've got a deep voice. That's just <laughs> how it goes. All right. This is, this is it. I don't have that high octave. This is it. What, what would I be like? A baritone? That sounds about right. For sure, baritone. Thank you. There's, there's nowhere else that I see you ending up. No. See, Mr. Garmin, I know things. There you go. <laughs> We're in. We're in. We're in. It's been, uh, we skipped a holiday. We had a holiday in between. Yeah. It was nice. You have a good one? Yeah. Nice. Actually had a smoked wild turkey. Oh, wild turkey so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild turkey trumps domestic bird (laughs) any day of the week. Wild almost anything trumps domestic anything. Yeah, Mackenzie's dad, uh, I forget when he actually got it. He hunts. Okay, yeah. So it's been in the freezer for a little bit, cleaned it, did the whole thing himself. Nice. And uh, smoked it on the master belt, 1050. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder where he got that from. Good on him. Hey, yeah. first off, I want a wing. Does he have anything left? Let me get uh, some of those bones. I don't know. I'll ask. Yeah, please do so. Oh, I was also harassed uh, because last Thanksgiving, I don't know what we had done, but I had about a pound of brisket. And That's I was like, right. oh, I'll just take it over for them, you know, That's people right. to try. You so I was harassed and, and yeah. people were like, hey, where's the brisket? I was like, it's like, hey, Lee. And they, oh, just, they give you a hug and they no, look behind the, you. No, That's exactly what it was. Like, so, uh. Yeah, you, there, there was harassment that I didn't have brisket, and I was like, maybe for Christmas. I'm sorry. Did you? <laughs> I did was you, unaware. Did you leave a bag in the car? No, no, no. You, so this is everything. Yeah, this is all you brought. Huh. And then they, sure. ju- they just walk away, sure just disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> I remember last year um, we did the Pitmaster Santa, then I had a ton of brisket orders, and I was doing more. That's right. Yeah, and I was like, hey, you know, you, just like every time I make brisket, like. Got some pounds for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're this is this I, is all you, coming yeah, back. Yeah, you you guys were heading over to the dinner, and you're like, hey, you mind if I stop and get the brisket? And mm-hmm. Now I was like, yeah, of course. Mm. That's right. Yeah, because right. it was going to be your brisket, and before they hate, <laughs> they should know it was your brisket, and you decided to share. <laughs> I did. So I did. Just put that out there. Talk I feel like that. I am uh, barbecue blessed. <laughs> 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 I will I will share when I can. <laughs> I think you and Corey are the only people on the planet who tire of my food, like who just <laughs> skip it over. Like, oh, let's make it awesome. Yeah, I'll get it next time. Like, what, 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 do you, what do you mean? It'll happen again. Yeah, it's, it's cool. I'm in there. You know, it's like the other way. No, no, we got it. Um, I do have to say, I've got a, I've got a nice uh, four bone wagyu roast for us for the new, for uh, New Year's. Not upset about that. I am not upset about it either. So uh, we're gonna bring that up and some other stuff. So what was the one that you used to do at a lot of the? Um and you did it a couple times for the pop up at um, uh, is that like wine place? Wine shop, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, in Swanee. I, I used to do uh, the porchettas there. Porchetta, yeah. that's what it was. I've How long has it been since you've done a porchetta? Honestly, at least three years. Dang. Almost three years since I've done a porchetta. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll just I'll just let you marinate on how long that's been. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who are like, what's going on with the porchetta? Uh, that is the least favorite thing. That I make, and I make it so sparingly. Um, it's a process. I've made more gumbo for Pitmaster Santa than I have porchettas in the last couple <laughs> of years. Um, but I'm gonna get on it. I want to. I want to. Hey, it's going to be in the cookbook, so you you know we got to make it at least one more time. We got to make it a couple <laughs> more times. So that's that. Um, but with that being said, welcome to this week in barbecue, the barbecue focus show that brings you both the good, the bad, and everything in the world of. Barbecue. I am your host, Rashid Phillips, and joining me with a 
work hard. (laughs) (laughs) That is Mr. Lee Garman. And uh, that hat is in no affiliation to David Goggins, which would be hilarious if it was, but I feel like David Goggins has more appendages than the guy who designed that hat. Yep. Yeah, this is uh, this is just a Christmas tree farm up in Bryson, North Carolina. Give it a, a visit if you're there. Yes, work hard but smart. Keep yeah, the yeah, yeah. Keep, keep the digits. <laughs> keeps keeps them all in there. <laughs> kind of hard to do the brisket with these type of things going. It's nowhere. Take my strong hand. <laughs> 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 oh man. Um, so we've got a whole like array of news today. All types of what have yous have been going on and. Like well, can the, I just rewind us to you saying Pitmaster Santa and going ahead and start off with that? I was going to bookend it, but let's, let's no, jump no, in. let's get it out. Let's, <laughs> let's give in. the people what they want. <laughs> what the pork edit? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's me. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry, sorry. Um, so we are going to be able to do Pitmaster Santa. Heck yeah! Went and talked to our uh, buddy Brian Hall, who is now at Owens and Hall uh, Barbecue, which was formerly Grand Champion Barbecue in Smyrna. And we put our heads together and we spoke with the great guys over at Reformation Brewery. They've got three great locations. We're using their Smyrna location. Smyrna. 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 Either is fine. Canna? Pecan? <laughs> we were just going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> we're using their uh, Smyrna location and I'm really excited because I didn't think we'd be able to get it this year. Yeah, just uh, with our typical locations closing and with everything we've got going on. Uh, but I feel like I needed to do it this mm-hmm. year. Like I'm still unsettled with the passing of my grandfather, and I, I I know this won't obviously won't bring him back, but I feel like it's just be a great tribute. I feel like this year's will be like the most flavorful because I I just have so much I want to pour into the dish this year. Um, so we're going to be doing it uh, December 10th, 1 p.m. at the Smyrna location. And we're going till the bowl runs dry or 4 p.m. So this is, God, what year is this? Five or six? Five. Five, five sounds right. Five feels right. Yeah, we'll do five. Potentially six. Potentially. For sure five. Five and a quarter. <laughs> 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 and, and a couple of those years were COVID years, too. Yeah. Um, but... We haven't missed it, and if you've attended any of them, you know, like if I say one, be there like 1230, because... There's a line, usually. There's a, there's a line. But usually, I mean, yeah. every year about the first year. Yeah. And the first year, there was it was basically still, still quick. Still <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm there to feed you. Bring your toys. Remember, you cannot, I can't stress this enough, you cannot buy it. has to be two unwrapped toys, and we donate the toys to the Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. Uh, a lot of people don't know. Whenever a child goes in for treatment, they leave with a toy. These toys are donated. I'm honored to say we've been supplying well over 80, 90% of the toys over the last couple of years. And I'm looking to go even bigger every single year. We've got a bigger <laughs> building this time, so I'm trying to fill this up, all the rooms. Mm-hmm. And multiple trips get the U-Hauls uh, sorted all out. But it's just a wonderful thing to help see the, the, the smiles on these kids' faces and not only the kids, but the parents, too. I can't tell you how many parents mm-hmm. have, like, written in letters or have uh, just said thank you. Because to have someone who doesn't know them or their child going through some of the, the likely just most traumatic time of their lives, yeah, care for them to invest their time and raise something uh, for their kids, it's a good moment. So it gives you the feels. 
the deep feels, and I'm really excited to do it again this year. So stay tuned. I'm going to be plugging it nonstop. Not going to apologize in advance. It's a great cause. So if you can't attend, share, and we'll put the um, address up where you can ship if you want to ship. Um, I've had some people, shout out to Big T. He was like, I just want to send you money to buy toys. He's like, we don't take any money anywhere. Until we get the 5.1 C3 set up. So yeah, it gets a little weird. It does. <laughs> we can't it accept does. money for it that really, particular it cause. It really does. Yeah. So what I can also do is send you different Walmart locations. If there's certain toys you want, if you don't want to you know, pay for shipping, I'll send you the Walmart locations and I'll go pick it up. That's been really big throughout the oh, years yeah. as well, yeah. where I'll just go to the Walmart and pick up whatever people order. So if you're wanting to give, I promise you, I will find a way to make sure it gets into the hands of those amazing kids. Home. There it is. Yeah, making it happen. <laughs> Got to one way or another. Yeah. Got a. I, uh, <laughs> it was a little sketchy there for a second. It was uh, one way or another. It was going to happen. If I, I, I honestly was like, okay, well, I guess we're going to have people at the office. We'll throw a block party. <laughs> yeah. I, I really was. It's like, okay, I, I was looking at how much would it be to rent two of the ten by twenty. Yeah, tents. tents. Just set them out in set the parking lot. Yeah, set them out because we're empty here on the, the, the weekends. weekends yep. And just, all right, come on through, guys. Put some heaters out there. This is what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen nonetheless. Um, but, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Guess rolling into that spirit. Um, it's the holiday season. Catering is open. Shout out to our brothers over at Fox Brothers. Their holiday catering orders are now available. Getting quick. They go fast. Yeah. And they're doing everything. Hams, brisket, whole birds. No wild game yet, but, you know, who knows? We're hopeful. It was great uh, getting to hang out with the guys over at Holy Smokes a couple weeks back. They're crushing it. They did – what did they prepare? I think they prepared like two or 4,000 patties. I think it was 4,000 patties because they were doing double patty smash burgers. 4,000 patties? Yeah. Holy crap. (laughs) Yeah. On one griddle. <laughs> How big was this griddle? <laughs> Not big. <laughs> Not big. Did like, they go through all 4,000? Oh, yeah. Those things went. Damn. Went. Yeah. Uh, I don't 4,000 patties. I don't think people realize the amount of prep that goes into Holy Smoke. Yeah. Like the food side. You may devour it quickly, but these guys are out there hand-rolled, hand-forming little patties, just going and going. Oh, God, I can't remember his name right now. But he was leading the charge. We talked about him. I, it's gonna. I'm. I'm. A, I'm gonna figure it out. And if I don't, I'll post it in uh, later on on the channel. But they were going through those patties, man. So many cases. Wild. Cases of beef. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, hand form. Shout out to them for the great cause, and they're still crushing it because uh, I think they're doing their Tiger del Sol or something del Sol right now with their an additional Hogs for Cause fundraiser. So barbecue gives back. Yeah. That's, that's what we do, and uh, that is a great segue into the next subject. Like I said, we cover the good, the bad, and everything in between. And holidays, they bring family fun, and sadly, this holiday, they brought a lot of flames. Uh, we've been doing the show almost two years, and I don't think I've ever seen this many restaurants burn down in such a short time. Um, we have Slabs BBQ, not Bert's slab, but Kevin Wilson mm-hmm. over in uh, Roseland, Louisiana, place burnt down. And these sucks. are all within a 10-day period. Dang. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Hellberg Barbecue in Woodway, Texas. They lost their pit room and sustained a fair amount of damage to the building as well. They have a GoFundMe. We'll link that in the show notes. It's on the site. Go go check them out. People have been donating. Thank you for all that. Uh, and also, we, we talked about this cat almost every other episode. Matt Horn of Horn Barbecue. Oh, no. Yeah, because we talked about the vandalism. Yeah. And Dang. just a few days later, uh, not even just a pit room, the whole, whole building burned down. Now, nothing saved. Nothing. Nothing. Oh. Now, let me tell you about this man's character, because I, I saw it. I called Matt immediately, let him know, hey, whatever you need. Yeah. I'll hook up Pearl. We'll get down yeah, there. we got yeah. a fundraiser. Let's make it happen. The restaurant burnt down early Tuesday morning. He's sorting through the wreckage Tuesday. This man woke up Wednesday and still held his promise to give turkeys to the community. Gave out just shy of 200 turkeys the very Holy next crap. day. How? Let's eat. Find a way. It's so much easier to make an excuse. And that's what I tell people. You can always make can an excuse. Can we get him on to tell that story? Yeah. I want to know what magic happened in between a restaurant yeah. burning. that Because I mean, that's less than 48 hours. Yeah. That's maybe like a 30-hour window or something yeah. like that. Still gave away, I think, over 150 turkeys oh my to the community. The same community that he's been trying to uplift, yeah. despite his restaurant being defaced and defamed a couple of days before with graffiti and them trying to break in. And just two days after that, the whole place burns down. Dang. No one on the face of the planet would have judged him for saying, you know what, I'm not doing the drive anymore. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not giving away the turkeys. No one could have walked away, hands clean, like, all right, cool. Nope. Still woke up. Still held his promise, still gave away turkeys. Dang. Yeah. Dang. Good on him. Definitely. I mean, that's like. <laughs> definitely. Wow. Um, definitely good on him. Uh, it's it's sad to see that type of stuff happen. But. Uh, and just so many strings of it, right? Like. That's three in ten days. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a that's a lot. Um, I don't know everyone's situation, but that's also where you get into. I really hope everyone has like the appropriate insurance and all that stuff takes. Unfortunately, a lot of time to sort out. Yeah, most of the time. And I think that's why. So two out of the three have GoFundMe's that I've been able to find and 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 talk about. Um, Hellberg Barbecue, they have a GoFundMe, um, and Horn Barbecue, they have a GoFundMe. I wasn't able to really find one. Um, for Slabs BBQ by mm-hmm. Kevin Wilson, but if I do, I'll update it, put it yeah. in the show notes. <laughs> Even if you can't give, share it. Maybe someone can. Anything helps. Yeah. There's, there's different ranges. You see stuff on there like 5 bucks to 5000 Well, that's what I was going to say. I know it sounds silly when people say, like, you know, if you could skip your own, like your coffee that morning, anything makes yeah. a difference. These are the types of things. If a couple hundred people decide to skip coffee, that makes a difference. Coffee's five bucks. Yeah. Cool. Just give five bucks. Yeah. That's it. And if you really are trying to go somewhere with it, give five bucks, send it to your job. Most jobs match your donations. Mm. There. You just gave 10 bucks. Yeah. Just that simple. But, you know, shout out again to Matt Horn for being the Bumpy Johnson of barbecue. Um, yeah. That, I mean, still, still slinging them. But barbecue is a giving community, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know many others like it. I yeah. generally don't. Yeah. Even though there's rankings, there's this or that. You put up a smoke flare. 
everybody's there. Perfect example. Uh, shout out to Mike Bessinger. He lost his father during um, Holy Smoke, the night Thursday night, I believe. Damn. He still showed up Wednesday night. He still showed up Thursday night as we're all prepping and getting everything rolling to say thank you for what he's giving and to give back the condolences that were sent and went and handled the family business and we were all there just to support and still run and do whatever yeah. we needed. It's a giving community. And it really, really is. Ooh. But um shifting gears a little bit. Still in the realm of Q. Uh talking about the uh, Sultan of Swine himself, Mr. Uh, Rodney Scott, just expanding left and right, literally this time. Um <laughs> <laughs> East and West, I assume. Yes, he's going. <laughs> little, well, how much further east can he go? I don't know. Well, he's going. Well, he's going like southeast now. So okay, okay. We're, we're going to Miami. Mm. We're busting, oh, we're busting out the the pop collars and the and the the dunted on shorts. We're going dun to Miami. Dun dun dun. The dunted on shorts, those neons with that with the baby towel, baby wool. Um, he's opening up a new location. New designs are being set for Miami, Florida, Again. and Hoover, Alabama. Nice. Yeah, he's going for it with a third with another location. Cause not even a third. I'm. Run out of fingers to count them all, Ronnie. Slow down. I'm getting abacus. Um, Nashville is also set to open in 2024. Nice. And that's partnered up with Eric Church and his mega club called Chiefs. So oh. Eric Church, the country artist, is opening up this giant multi-level entertainment club mm-hmm. called Chiefs. I believe Rodney's on the top or middle floor. And that's going to have a Nashville location. Heck yeah. So, crushing it there. Hell yeah. Whole new design scheme, apparently, too, for Miami and Hoover. I love the current design. You know, every time I'm in, uh, passing through the one in Atlanta, stopping by, especially when it's backyard in Charleston, checking that out. So, I'm really interested to see what these look like. It's I could see having to change it for Miami because Miami's kind of like posh and bright and all that other <laughs> stuff. So. <laughs> It makes sense. Cool. Some Hawaiian shirts, maybe. <laughs> That's I, mean, every I could see day. his Atlanta ca- location, like, fitting in down there. It's bright enough. It's not, like, dingy or anything. No, no, not at all. It's I a think great he's, he got a palette. great location because yeah. he's on two streets. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what uh, what, what, what Miami has installed and Hoover, Alabama. Who knew? That's If I'm not mistaken, that's the second Alabama location. So, man's expanding left, right, and everything down the middle. So, Way to go, brother. Always an inspiration. Always crushing it. And in the same vein, um, Ronnie's uh, Atlanta location was just written in as one of the top 12 barbecue restaurants to check out in Atlanta. And that is helmed by the amazing Angie Harris. Yes, a uh, black female pit master. Pit mastress? Pit? Pit master. Yeah, we'll just go with that. I think, yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, actor... Yeah. Actor is both female and male. Yeah. I feel like they're it works the same. Pitmaster is It's like Flubber. <laughs> no one knows. It's just there. Uh yeah, she's crushing it. Killing okay. it. So shout out to her for getting them ranked on there. Absolutely amazing. Uh wish we had more barbecue joints in a, in Georgia just so we can have like our own top fifty. I don't even really think we got fifty total. <laughs> I'm sure there's fifty total, but not to bash anybody, are they all good enough to make it? Like, yeah, we'd have to have like a hundred to have a top fit. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 we, yeah. 
we need we need more than 50 to have a 50. We were, <laughs> we were like, oh, we're the top 50 out of 52. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, okay, whatever works. And the bottom so two closed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're not really, they're ghost kitchens. It was a Jim and Nick's and a Shane's that closed. <laughs> oh, gosh. I I don't know. I don't know. I might get, might get dragged for this one, but I don't believe you can count Jim and Nick's and Shane's in the lineup of restaurants. I'm just saying. I don't think those I don't think those hats should be tossed in the ring. Just putting that out there. Fight me if you want to. Change my <laughs> mind if you want to try. Is there any corporate what I because I think of them as corporate barbecue. I would think that's corporate barbecue. That's are there any that's like saying McDonald's is a you know a burger spot. Burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a go to burger joint. Yeah. No, um Yeah. Yeah, and In and Out's not a, a real burger spot any either. Same same I mean that's another one I'll 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 take some heat on that. Everyone talks so great. I remember before. It's decent. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's just not like some people compare it to Five Guys, and I'm like, that's just that's no. that's lunacy. Let's no, uh, <laughs> no. Let's calm down. Let's <laughs> not go getting carried away. Let's it's a, watch. It's a decent fast food burger. It's not I, a real burger. I get you with your shoestring fries and your wild style and animal style with the cheese and <laughs> the, the goops and hey. But let's not, let's not, whoa, whoa. Let's not get confused on what it is. You're running up on five guys like that. You <laughs> might get five <laughs> fingers to the face. <laughs> relax. <laughs> All right, relax. It's, woo, woo, got, my, got me flustered. Shout out to, to Jeff Fish for introducing me to five guys and their Cajun fries and the bag hack. I never, oh, yeah. I've never eaten my fries any other way nope. but the J Fish way. Absolutely. Ever since that Yeah. That's it. That's it. But uh, that, that, that goes there. Right, back to corporate barbecue. Is yeah. there any corporate barbecue that you would say I don't, is bordering on not corporate barbecue? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I can't. I know. No, it's definitely corporate barbecue. You know what would actually be fun? To go find the first location of, like, say, mm. Shane's or Jim and Nick's or uh, what's the other one that's been popping up? Uh, City Barbecue. Have you seen that one popping up a little bit now? I've seen City come up a lot. They were supposed um, to drop one over at the mall, and uh, I don't know what happened there. Uh, it's over off 124 by me now. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. It was supposed to be with the... Uh, yeah, it's in Lawrenceville. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, I would love to, like, go to all of these places, like... The first restaurant. Wait, is City Barbecue good? Did you try it? It's decent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is more. Um, it's more set up like actual barbecue than, to me, than Shane's or Jim and Nick's. I had to, sort of retract. And I feel like we're gonna. This was going to be a question we're going to ask for you guys as feedback on because you've been so great at it. You know, respond at this week at barbecue. This week in barbecue at Gmail. Or drop us a line anywhere on the socials. But when does it become corporate barbecue? Yeah. And the reason why I'm asking is because I'm going to backpedal on us. You asked, is there any corporate barbecue that's bordering on not? Well, the one that I think of that is corporate now is Dreamland. Mm-hmm. Dreamland wasn't corporate. Yep. Became corporate. Yeah. That uh, There's one over in Duluth. Yeah. Right? yeah there's, one, there's one in Duluth. Yeah. Okay. Um. And they still have the big um, 
open hearth fire smoker. Like it's not no JRs, no M&Ms, no Old Hickories, no Southern yeah. Prides. No, still. At all of their correct. locations? At least at that one and two other ones that I've been to. Okay. All have that setup. So. I mean, dang. I'm not going to speak on the food that day. Maybe they're just having some rough times every time I went. I don't know. <laughs> Everyone has an off game. Jordan didn't hit every shot. You know what I'm saying? Just a lot of them. Yeah, just the, the majority. <laughs> <laughs> on Over there on Goat Mountain. But um, I feel like that sort of teeters. It mm-hmm. wasn't. Then it became corporate. That is sort of shifting out. They're trying to get it back to what it used to be. So Jim and Nick's just all, you know, that's just, that's just what that's going to be. Um, but yeah, you guys let us know in the comments in the sections, throw up a smoke signal, flag us on the street like some of you have. <laughs> <laughs> hey, got, you <laughs> got got hemmed up in the airport about uh, Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, whoa. Do you work for corporate? What's going on here? Who did I piss off? I didn't know y'all had goons just waiting. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's a good one. Um, next up, it's uh, Time to enroll, and this is when you want to enroll for early. You know, get get all collect all your twos and fews. Uh, Memphis and May team applications are now open and being accepted. Oh, nice! So we'll have the link in the show notes. And Memphis and May 2024 is going to so take are place. me, you, and Corey putting in a team, and you'll just do all the cooking, <laughs> and you guys do all the eating. <laughs> yeah, we don't need a team for that. That's <laughs> like a regular Wednesday. Don't for, don't 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 forget we're doing we're doing Chick Fil A wings. Um, but the 2024 dates are May 15th to May 18th. I definitely recommend you get in on like the 13th or 14th. And if you are going to go book now, because if not, you're going to be in like some cut Airbnb or a hotel that is has a front desk operator that tries to get you and Pops killed by the cops. Whichever one, let us know if you want to hear that story. I think we talked about it a like touched on it. We but touched on it. We didn't. We didn't yeah, go into the whole thing. Yeah, but I there. It was the. Uh, um, I I told him I was like I'll never stay anywhere but the Peabody again because you guys are trying to get me killed staying other places. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that kid understood the ramifications because I don't know what because it was just after the shootings. Yeah, and everyone was high. Yeah, Memphis was not the best place to be when we were there. No, for anyone, not at. Like when you're going into Starbucks and they've got armed guards at Starbucks entry, yeah. like that's what's going. Yo, yeah. I just came from my caramel la- macchiato. Yeah, and it's like, it's also know, at seven a.m. What's going on right <laughs> now? Why are you this locked and loaded, <laughs> ready to go? You're like, I haven't had my coffee yet. Am I seeing this right? Yeah, yeah. So I will, will definitely not be staying back at that establishment. Um, to send a gift card, like, oh, it's pretty. You know, how was your stay? Like, how did you think? I didn't leave in a body bag, so I guess it was good. Yeah. yeah. I'm alive, Up, that's a plus. Upside? Oh, God. Mm. Um, but, yeah, those dates, May 15th, 18th, 2024. But the location is changing. It's going to be at Liberty Park this time. Because, um, well, too much damage to the other location. So <laughs> we got to just be mindful of that. Now, let's roll in on here. We've got... Oh, yeah, physically to the, the yeah, grounds. Yeah, yeah all yeah. The, the park got... Way messed up. Yeah, I forgot about that. Because of the rain. Yeah. It was a swamp. Oh, tips. And maybe we'll just do this. Like, if you're coming to Memphis in May, here are, like, your top three tips. Tip number one, don't wear white anything. Oh, yeah. White shoes, white laces. I want to see you in a white tee. Don't (laughs) wear white anything. Only thing white should be that Colgate smile. It will get just damaged. The air is literally filled with smoke and soot. Yeah. 
if it rains, it is a wrap. That, that that's it. Wear comfortable boots. Get them broken in beforehand because it is a trek from one end to the other. <laughs> it is a trek. But don't. And I would wait. assume it's only going to be bigger now that the location is moving as well. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know that there was some restrictions to how big it could be where yeah. it was at. Yeah, they had to cap it um, last. Excuse me, they had to cap it this year because the amount of teams that wanted to participate, they're like, we just can't yeah. do it. So if you are going to be a team, one, apply early just in case they cap it again. And then two, dress and prep accordingly. Just putting it out there. Go ahead and get you one of those uh, um, $12 AC units. I got us all. <laughs> <laughs> I still got mine in the backpack. <laughs> yeah, these are lifesavers. Clip those on and you're just cool throughout the time. Uh, Want to give a shout out to Brother Eddie Wright of Eddie Wright's Barbecue. He just received... His second grant in three years, um, and this one was from DoorDash. Yeah, well, sorry. DoorDash is giving away grants. Um, Heinz, they just finished doing a whole thing, and uh, mm. shout-out to KJ of Black Food Fridays. He was on their board with Heinz, crafting and developing their, their grants for black-owned businesses. Um, Eddie Wright of Eddie Wright's Barbecue, he received this dash in conjunction with DoorDash and the N- uh, NAACP. So if you're in the world of smoking uh, meats and Q and you're looking for some funding, apply to these grants. Like, this is an actual real thing. There's so much, I don't want to say free money because you have to put some work into well it. For sure. Yeah, you got to show up and yeah. do what you say you're going to do with it. Yeah, there's available funds That's cool. for it. You know, this isn't a whole PPP uh, loan scam thing that they're going to come hunt <laughs> <laughs> you down for. <laughs> Because everyone who got away with it, they're like, oh, they'll never catch me. No, they are lining y'all up left and right right now. So I'm just putting that out there. Um, Now, this one, (laughs) I wanted us to talk about this. I wanted to talk about this one. Uh, And this is for any and everybody who's looking to get into the restaurant space. These next two is all about that. I call the story that, you know, (laughs) the girlfriend tried to kill her boyfriend. But I'll let you figure it out. Uh, what the guy is called one chef on a mission on Instagram. He asked who's to blame the customer or the owner when the customer does not read the menu correctly. He runs a restaurant and had an incident where a customer had a shellfish reaction. He started freaking out. He's, he's allergic, deathly allergic. Mm-hmm. Waiters like, Hey, told you what was in everything you've got to read what's in anything too yeah turns out because he w- they wanted to try to sue and make this big whore deal guys if you have an establishment put cameras in your establishment to where you can see everything all the time stop worrying if if mary and john's who are taking an extra dollar or two from the till <laughs> you're going to lose more money on the benches than you will on the register yeah. They were able to confirm that he was never fully exposed. Turns out the girlfriend ordered a dish with uh, uh, mussels in it. The guy so never. It wasn't t- even his dish. It wasn't even his dish. The girlfriend. Come on. The girlfriend did. He never touched the dish, but apparently the vapors or whatever from the mussels, the fumes, you remember the oils, got close enough to him, and he was just starting to have a reaction to the dish. And they're like, "Hey." You, owner, this is your fault. Owner's like, how? (laughs) 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 How How is this my fault? Because you didn't read, and when you read it, you still, like, 
why would you order muscles if your partner has a shellfish allergy? Well, yeah, you can't say, kiss yeah. them afterwards. Yeah, your significant other words. might be aware. Yeah. Like. This is this is where hustle hustling goes wrong. Hustling goes wrong. But it brings up the topic of who's to blame in situations where the customer doesn't read the information correctly. Now, we've done work this year more than any where I, I don't, what, how many times have I had to call you in just the last six weeks? Like, Lee, I want to make sure I'm not crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Lee, can you, can you, I'm calling to make sure I'm not crazy. <laughs> read, 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 read this. Read the email. Or, or I'm going to send you this. <laughs> just let, just call me when you're done reading it. Because sometimes your mind goes faster than your hands and everything. And you, you, you interpret what you meant to say, but it's not what was actually said Correct. or conveyed and written. But there's been countless times I'd call him, but am I reading this wrong? Did I not? Like, did, is this lost in translation? But who's to blame in these situations where you have an item? He states that, and you guys can, we'll pin the video in the show notes. He states, hey, this is what the menu looks like and says. Mm-hmm. There's visual graphics. I mean, he's got everything on there but a billboard <laughs> 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 that says, don't eat this if you have a shellfish allergy. Yep. But who's to blame in those type of situations? Do you count the dish? And his whole point is, right now more than ever, being in the restaurant business is extremely tight. The margins are so narrow. Yeah. Finding help that will stay with you is so hard because you've got to pay everybody more, but you can't raise your prices too high to, to match what you're paying. So he's like, yeah, it may seem like one meal, but if I'm doing one comp meal every shift, shift being morning, you know, noon and night, over the course of the week of a month, like, I'm losing a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Who's to blame? I mean, if it's on the menu, I feel like that's on you. Like, who's going to look out for you? No one. Who's gonna, Who should be looking out for you? You. Yeah. I look at it as like, if you were pulled over from a cop, right? It's not the cop's you know, responsibility to tell you don't speed. There's a sign for that. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a sign. There's literally a sign for that. Truth. That says, Hey, this is what it is. Yep. Hey, stop. There's a sign for it. You didn't do the thing. Even though the sign is there, that's on you. It's not the cop's fault. No one's ever been pulled over because they ran a stop sign and said, well, the cop didn't tell me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. It's stuff like that. That's 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 trippy, and it makes me think of um, huge supporter. Love her and her girls. Won't call their name. We didn't do Thanksgiving orders this year. Mm-hmm. Like I said, head wasn't in it. We're gonna do it for the holidays. But um, she messaged me. She's like, the place that we did get food forgot half of our food. Oh no! For the holidays, and didn't realize it until the end of the day. And like, oh, I think we got your stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's definitely on them. And that's when, like, your whole thing is just cleared. Oh, yeah. Because for Thanksgiving and we forget forgot half of it, yeah, it's, not, yeah, yeah. it's not like. No, you're getting your money back for sure. Yeah. Like, or you should be. You should be. You, you should, should be. be getting your money yeah. back. Because at that point, all you're doing is giving the food, which is something you should have done with everything else already. You're not yeah. doing anything to rectify the problem. Right, it's like yeah. okay, we're we're zero. You can't you giving me what you were supposed to give me doesn't really do much. Doesn't doesn't do anything. Yeah, that one like hey, just so you know, it's already been refunded. We yep. don't hear about. It. Good on you. Yeah, that's how you go ab- above and beyond. 
Yeah. But now's not the time to make those type of mistakes, people. Set that order. Yeah. Get that checklist. Knock them out. Don't don't get in this game if you can't get into it. And that leads to the next topic from uh, the Gordon Ramsay himself. What does it take to start a restaurant? Like the raw truth of it, because a lot of people are diving in. And he said it. He, he and uh, we'll link it. He said, um, "Sure, he's got some little little truth bombs." Yeah, uh, I'm sure he's got some <laughs> gems and a half. We need to get pops on here and have pops <laughs> like when he used to do bar rescues. What he saw. Um, but he, he said the one thing about our field, it's one of the few fields that you don't need any experience to do Mm. that to be a doctor, you have to go to school Yep. to be a mechanic, got to go to school. Yep. Dentist, all of that. You got to go to school. You got to get training. You got to get certified, but you can just cook one dinner for 12 people and have those 12 people gas you up to say, yeah, man, you should be doing a restaurant. <laughs> and next thing you know, you're signing a lease for a space and you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That well, has like been a, his experience. a lot of other things, it, it, it is one thing to cook a meal. Mm-hmm. But there's a whole, like, le- like uh, just legitimate business side of it. Yes. That just because you know how to cook a meal does not mean you know how to run a business. Very true. And I'm not saying that you can't get into it and learn it. It's mm-hmm. just... It feel it's like a very shiny idea, it very is. wide-eyed. And it's like, oh, all I gotta do so is easy. just have the space. No. If you build it, they will come. Not even remotely close, because <laughs> we know people who've built it and ain't no one going. Mm-mm. And it's, it's vice versa. What got me was his answer. One of the answers he gave, he said, "Cool. If you think this is the life you want to do." Go do a couple pop-ups. Go do a dozen pop-ups. Hmm. And I was like, I never would have saw that coming from <laughs> Never saw that coming from But he's right. Yeah. If you think this is what you want to do, go do a couple pop-ups. Because yeah. I've had cats that I've talked to that I've tried to help. And they're like, no, you're not helping. You're being demeaning. You're trying to push me down. So I'm like, yo, I'm not trying to do any of that. Yeah, I'm just trying to be honest. I'm trying to be honest. The realization yeah. of the, the, the issue here is, you might be a bomb cook, and I'm not taking away from you being able to cook at all. Sure. But the reality of it is you've never cooked for more than 20 people. Mm-hmm. At most, maybe 30 people in phases. Do you know how to calculate to cook for 800 people? Yeah. That's a completely different thing. That is that is a real situation. Yep. Do you know how to do that? Do you know your food costs, your meat costs? Do you know your nets, your 30s, your 60s? Do you know uh, storage? Do you have your surf safe? Do you have any of that? It may look great on TV or on social media or in your head, but if you aren't, and I don't mean, oh, you do it once a, a year. No. If you aren't on the regular cooking for a vast amount of people in large quantities, don't jump into this game at first. Don't do it. Yeah, cooking for the masses is very different than, again, yeah, I made, like you said, I made a great dinner for our friends and family. Yeah. Yeah, I'll share. Yeah, cool. It's great. I'm glad you did that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And if you you want to, I'm not knocking it. Maybe you're not ready to get in a pop-ups, and that is great that you realize it. Maybe you start small by doing little dinners like that. Maybe your range is 8 to 10. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's your sweet spot. 
That's your dancing groove. You ain't got to throw it on the wall, throw it in a circle. No, that's there. Left to right, a little left to right. But that's <laughs> that's your home. <laughs> Live in your home. <laughs> Live in your home. What is it? Will Smith and Hitch. Don't get crazy with this. Just, this is your house. Yep. Stay in your house. Don't leave that. Yep. But I, I, and I, and I can somewhat see the allure because from the outside looking in, you're like, oh, you do 10K for catering gig and this or that, but. There's meat costs, there's labor, there's overhead. I was going to say, 10K is not what you get to walk home with. It's not at all. Yeah. Like, even, I remember uh, when I would consult with um, Chick-fil-A way back in the day. Yeah, that's, I really should just write a business book. Like, no one wants a recipe book. No one wants to cook. Let's just do the business book. (laughs) We we can do that part. Um, They would share what the margins on things were, how mm-hmm. tight and how precise they are to get those. And you may think, oh, 1% or 2%, that's not a lot. No, 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 no. That's a lot. Too especially at their scale. That's significant. That's millions of dollars. It is. It is. And that's why, like, even on little things, when, uh, when I did the, um, the rig video, the review video on the 1K gallon, it's like you guys are – some people are like, oh, well, having uh, you know, that's how we cook in Texas. We cook on the floor of the fire. But I was like, cool, open up a restaurant and then do the math on what a 5 to 10% savings on your wood cost will be over the course of your year. Mm-hmm. Then tell me if you want to still do it that way. You know, you're looking for places to, to save profit. You start at the things that you cannot control. You're always going to need to burn wood and you're always going to need meat. Start there. Yep. <laughs> Work out with your dealers. Like I said, that's 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 for a book for a whole other time and a whole other place. But uh, that got me. <laughs> that got me. If you're not ready for this, if you're not used to flexing that muscle, it is very different, very very different. Heck, I think what was in a span of seven days, we had fed um oh yeah fifteen hundred to. I forgot that people. those were back to back, basically. Yeah. And, and that was and those just two different events, hundreds and hundreds of pounds of meat for different things. Like you gotta, you gotta be able to do these things. Yep. Just take it from a guy who ropes two sticks together. <laughs> now to close us out, I've got a topic that I swear my sisters wrote. I swear they did. And the more I read it, the more I was like, I feel like they wrote this and made a whole website and fake this and it's it's an actual <laughs> you think it's beyond their measure and their level of petty it's not they they would the little one she would do this <laughs> <sighs> apparently we've been cooking steaks wrong apparently we've been doing steaks wrong apparently according to science oh god according to science we should be microwaving our steaks I mean, the only thing I can think is that they want to get into some weird, it cooks it from the inside out. Brother, I was But that also still just, I, I don't, yeah, let, let, let's, let's, yeah, let's let's keep hearing about this. Yeah. I am very intrigued. <laughs> Where the, according to uh, the messenger.com forward slash news, scientists say that uh, myself, along with every other top chef in the world, is cooking their steak wrong. Now, this isn't an old article. This wasn't a couple years back. This was just a few days ago. And they're talking about the molecular structure and the uh, um, water and moisture content of the steaks, that the best way to have the most uh, enjoyable steak, yeah, 
is to microwave it. Did they say anything about getting a uh, a nice sear on it <laughs> in the microwave? They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They left out the sear, but they're mm. also stating that um, you should never salt your steak before cooking. That you should only salt it after you've done microwaving it. I feel like we need to try this. I don't want put to. Em, put them, no, side by side. We'll just, we will pan sear a steak and we will microwave a steak. And I'll even go as far as to say we should like, maybe it's a little bit of clickbait. Maybe it's not. Yeah. Maybe put a Wagyu steak in the microwave. Oh, yeah, no. No, and then, it. no, but then, but then just do like some just like primer choice steak in the pan. You know who I'm going to call? Huh? I'm going to call Google first. Oh, yeah. I'm going to call Google. Like, Google, have you ever microwaved a steak? Because <laughs> uh, there's this article. I don't want to do it. And here's how, why I feel like the sisters concocted this whole thing. Guess who's uh, dropped in the article? Our, our good old friend, uh, Mighty Mouse herself, Erica of Blue Smoke Blair, is quoted as, she's completely against this method of microwaving <laughs> steaks. <laughs> For various reasons, she said that it would promote uneven cooking, resulting in parts of the steak being cooked and uh, other parts being overcooked once placed. So she's even talking about like doing it in a reverse method way, bringing it up in the microwave, then finishing it on the grill as one way, but that's not going to work either. The second reason would be a loss of texture and flavor. Like No one wants gray lunch meat. Uh, because of the rapid heating in the microwave, that could reduce the steak's tenderness. She's not wrong. She's she's really she's really not. And no, what they're not telling you is that they cooked it on a defrost for forty five minutes. That's probably what it is. <laughs> that's probably what it is. Uh, Blair also disagreed with the scientist's view on when to salt. Salt plays a vital role in amplifying the inherent flavors of steak, making it more savory and rich, which we all know. And if you're trying to get that sear, you want to release as much moisture as possible. You don't know how to make a, ste a steak? Follow these next steps. It's as simple as I can make it. Get you a steak with some really good marbling on it. Marbling is the fat. It should look like a marbled floor. Get yourself a little cooling rack. You don't have that. Take the tray out of your toaster oven. Put the steak on that. <laughs> Sprinkle it with salt. Put a plate under it. Put it in your fridge overnight. It's done. You get home at five. You're trying to eat at seven. When you get home, take the steak out of the fridge. Pat it dry. Let it come up to room temp. Cool. Get a ripping hot skillet, a little bit of olive oil, salt it. Two minutes one side, two minutes another side, two minutes on the edge. One minute, one minute. Put it back on that cooling rack after you washed it. Let it rest. Cut against the grain. That's a steak. Seems simple enough. But people make shoe leather every day. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly feel like the, the step that most people leave out is letting it come up to room temp before you cook it. Yes. So little um, Spielberg came by yeah. the other day to drop off the glass. Yeah. And I was doing a live, and he's like, I didn't know any of this. I was like, that's the problem with your generation. You don't know how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, why are you? He's asking me stuff as people on the live are asking me stuff. I'm like, got to let it come up to them. Got to let it rest. He's like, it's done. We can eat. I was like, no. No. You gotta let it do its thing. You gotta especially stare at it for a second. Yeah, and especially, especially if you do one with a bone in. Another advanced step: once you let it rest, get a thin sheet of uh, foil and tent it. Don't wrap it; just put it over the top, like lightly drape it. Yep. 
let that heat bounce around a little bit, especially with that bone. So when you cut into it and you eat it, it's not cold, it's warm, it's juicy. But man, that's not microwaving steak. I don't want to do it. You might as well ask me to make it well done. What am I going to do with a microwave steak afterwards? There's too many things. Like, uh, how long are we microwaving this for? I feel like it will explode. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. See, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I have no comment. <laughs> it just doesn't even make sense. This is just so weird. Like, and I could. S- the microwave part throws me, and I think what they're trying to break down is the process of doing it in restaurants on a salamander as a reverse sear. So most restaurants that get you your steak that aren't your top shelf restaurants use a salamander. A salamander is basically this really beefy toaster oven that shoots heat from the top and the bottom at the same temperature at the same rate. You put your meat in, it's getting hit, top to bottom is coming up. Then you take that and you grill it. Yeah. Sear, sear, it rests under hot lights. Key trick that I taught uh, little Spielberg, because he was asking me, like, why are you microwaving your plates? I taught him, I'll teach you guys. Uh, whenever you're serving, if you're serving different things, get your plates, make sure they're microwavable safe. Put them in the microwave for two, two and a half minutes. This gets the plates nice and warm, borderline hot. What that does is it means when you put your uh, hot food, your steak, your chicken, your turkey, what have you, onto the plate, the cold plate isn't zapping all the warmth from the food you just did. Put it on a a warm plate, allows it to stay warm longer. That works for anything you're about to do hot. You're about to pour some soup, heat up the bowls. You're about to make some hot cocoa, heat up the cups. But make sure it's microwavable safe. Don't put anything with metal in there. Don't do it. <laughs> I don't want to see those tinfoil fires. <laughs> I don't. I don't. And just random tangent, I, I I couldn't wait until Friday to see all the fires that from Thanksgiving. I just, I was like, I know somebody's got a bomb compilation. Oh, yeah. Going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved it. There's this crazy guy who for some reason was frying a bird and decided to try to like long toss some gasoline from the container into his fire pit, but it crossed into the flame of the the broiler, and you just see, like you you sir, oh your dad should have pulled out. That sounds like a Darwin <laughs> Award. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I hope you don't have children. Yeah. I I hope it stops with you. <laughs> I really do. We can't afford this. Oh gosh, no, but uh. We're not microwave mistakes. I, I, much less where I go, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I'd never hear the end of it. Never. It's not worth it. That is one of those riddles like the licks of the Tootsie Pop with the old school Al commercials. We'll just never know. <laughs> we'll never know. Just we'll let we'll let science science and uh, we'll let the cooks cook. Fair. And uh, with that being said, don't forget, come to Fit Master Santa. <laughs> That's it. No, but uh Really, check it out. I'm going to have all the news, all the updates. Tell a friend to tell two friends. But it's been This Week in Barbecue, the Barbecue Focus podcast that brings you both the good, the bad, and everything in between in the world of barbecue. I've been your host, Rashid Phillips. Joining me is Mr. Lee Garman. It's been a good time, man. Yeah. It's been a good time. Guys, tell a friend to tell two friends. Follow, like, subscribe, share, and uh, be good to one another. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. I like Frisco. It's pretty good. It is. It hits. <laughs>